Yeah, please unmute yourselves and just give a hand of applause. All right then. Uh, okay. Well, uh, so I am your host, Stephen Ang, and uh, well, this is uh, the Mad Scene Live. All right. So uh, if you are used to watching talk shows, right, uh, you know that uh, typically the the host will start with a comedic monologue. But I'm not a comedian, so in, uh, well, I'm not a comedian. I'm a singer. So instead of doing uh, doing stand up, I am going to do a song for you guys. This is. Line of Love from Eurovision. Yeah, uh, if you guys have seen uh, the Netflix movie Eurovision, there's a bad guy that that who's who's uh, who's a sexy operatic baritone who does this this really campy dance song. And when I saw it, I was so amazed by it. I was so inspired by it that 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 I really wanted to. That, that I I feel like I really really need to sing it. So I hope you enjoy it. Land. Thousands try to tame me, but I run free. Until I saw you and you saw me. It's a jungle out there, so hold on. Our first ever guest, 
the amazing, the incomparable, legendary, and iconic Singaporean baritone, Martin Ng. To the music, so it, it, for me it was uh, 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 I wasn't used to it. 
Um, I'm used to having like, you know, you go for a rehearsal and then there's a live orchestra and then there's a conductor and you just sing together yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. But it was, it, was, it was an experience, a, a very unique experience. Yeah, do you yeah. find it hard to like, to be like, to find that, that motivation to perform when it's like in a recording setting and you're kind of like singing to a piece of machinery uh, instead of like an audience who, who, an audience member who is like just attentively listening to everything that you're doing. Well, it's a different kind of inspiration because um, you, it, it's, a, it's also a kind of like, um, uh, it's a test for yourself because um, when you are singing to a, a set piece of music that cannot be altered anymore, um, you, it's, you're fitting your voice to the, the music. And so it's really about being really, really precise as a musician. And if you get it right the first time, there's like a lot of satisfaction. It's like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, and, you, and because uh, uh, Stravinsky's music, uh, the, the rhythms are not very straightforward. The rhythm is not very straightforward. The intonation is not very straightforward. It's not, it, 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 it's not easy music. So when you have to actually record this, uh, 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 together with the uh, and get the rhythm right and get the intonation right, it actually gives you a lot of satisfaction. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, uh, I have to say though, you know, like uh, most of us have not been performing live. Most of us who are performers have not been performing live for a while. But Martin, you have been done doing quite a lot of things in Taiwan last year. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, though some of you yeah. may or may not know that you know Martin actually has quite a growing career in Taiwan doing. Quite a lot of roles touring, touring before COVID and even during COVID period. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I, I, ironically, I've, I've never performed to a live audience in Singapore since COVID. But I've been performing in Taiwan to a live audience since COVID. So just before COVID broke out, I was there doing um, the the baritone solo for Britain's War Requiem, and then I came back and then COVID broke out, right? And then uh, I thought. I was, I was due for a tour and which I think wasn't going to happen. And then uh, around May, they contacted me saying that, saying that the, the tour and was going to go on. I said, oh, it's going to go on. Then, oh, <laughs> we went there and then I did another thing. And, uh, and then I came back again. And then um, sort of like, you know, uh, when I came back in September, things were sort of like stabilizing for COVID in Singapore. And Taiwan also was also doing well in terms of, uh, of, uh, of fighting against uh, COVID. And this year, uh, in January, February, March, I was there for Traviata. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I've performed quite a, quite, a, quite a lot of roles, you know, in, in the past couple of years. Which would you say is like the most memorable for you? Or some of your more, more memorable performing experiences? Uh, I, think, I think the most memorable one, I think, is Beaton's War Requiem. Because uh, the production was very fantastic was not very, absolutely fantastic, very fantastic is bad English. <laughs> well, you know, this is a uniquely Singlish program, yeah. I have to say. No, I'm probably yeah. Singaporean, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, well, uh, uh, of course, uh, yeah, I, I think that was a very interesting production, you know, yeah, of, yeah, uh, yeah. of the little videos that I've seen from oh. you. Yeah, that was yeah. very special because um, because uh, I'm not sure if you guys are aware, um, the Britain's War Requiem is usually, uh, it's, it's um, not. It's it's um, it's not a stage performance. It's, yeah, it's sung it's with an orchestra. But um, uh, when um, the English National Opera uh, decided to stage it, and it was a huge success in London, and um, uh, 
the Wei Wing Kaohsiung decided to do a collaboration, so there was a joint production of of uh, of um, uh, the Britain's World Requiem, and they got um, uh, they, they decided to f they, they flew in the director, they flew in the the set design and and the entire the entire production team. But there was a huge problem because at the time um, um, COVID just broke out in Asia, so. The English team was like so afraid of coming to Taiwan. I said, no, 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 we don't want to go to Taiwan because we're afraid of getting like COVID. And so um, we started off, it was a rocky start because there was a very, uh, very tense atmosphere. Um, the, the director of the dead was there, the set design was there, all the sisters were there, but they don't know, they were so afraid of catching, you know, something in Taiwan. And, um, and, and they were discussing with the theatre people, uh, with the theatre administration, so like, what's, what's going to happen if we go back to Europe or if we go back to the UK and we need to quarantine and then we have gigs, we, we have to have back-to-back productions after this show. So uh, it was a really, really tense moment. But for, but I mean, it's, uh, but it's a fantastic production because the director was fantastic was, uh, uh, and I learned so much from that, that, that show. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. yeah. Uh, yeah. I think uh, it, uh, yeah from, from the clips that I've seen, it is a, a really unique production. There was like a lot of amazing effects with snow and such. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah the set designer is Wolfgang Tillman. Apparently, very, 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 very famous. Yeah, it, it was yeah. There was this snow which came down, and then they had these LCD lightings at at the back showing um 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 uh, they were like projecting like um uh, scenes of war and then uh, very cryptic messages as each uh, each of the soloists and each of the soloists um like there's a baritone solo there's a soprano soprano solo and there's a tenor solo and um in the usual story we'll just stand and sing but um but somehow in the uh, in the staged version everybody had every every soloist had to take on different characters. So for Sanctus, there was a diff there was a, a, a certain characterization of the, the so of the soprano solo and of the baritone solo. For the Anus Day, the tenor was in another part, uh, and for the and for whatever in all the other movements, we were playing different characters. So I was a terrorist in 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 one movement. I was a soldier in another movement, and I was and, and, and so it was it was a it was a very challenging. Uh, but fun experience for me, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. I would. Uh, I wish I could have, you know, see experienced it in person. You know. Yeah. We have we have a friend in common who did see the production and was quite amazed by it. And he watches a lot of theater. Mm -hmm. Hi, Jeremy. If you're watching, is he there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <should, but>, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but he will. Maybe he'll watch the the, the edited version on YouTube. Yeah. So, uh, any uh, upcoming gigs coming up? Singapore, Taiwan, or whatever. Uh, okay. Now, as everybody knows, now we are now in this state of uh, suspension because we really don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we are waiting for government announcements. We cannot. We are not allowed to sing, so everybody is silenced. So uh, we don't know what's going to happen. But um, I have another. I have a show on the nineteenth of September, which is called No Tennis Allowed. Oh yeah, what? <laughs> no tennis allowed. Title. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, it's a, it's um, it's not a concert because a concert is just stand and sing. So it's actually staged. So mm. a staged um, uh, a presentation of a baritone soprano duets. Mm. 
Yeah. Oh. So we have selections from Pagliacci, Traviata, um, Barbiere di Siviglia, uh, and uh, Don Pasquale, and uh, and Rigoletto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. A whole and bunch they're all of staged words. with a very simple uh, costumes and uh, props, uh, uh, but staged. Yeah. Mm. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that they will come true. Uh, who, who are you singing performing with? Okay. So the soprano is uh, Ting Xiang Ting Xiang Ting, who is like a. Who everybody knows uh, in Singapore, mm. uh, and uh, it will be directed by Xin Xin. Ah, yeah. oh yeah, so it's, it's going to be staged. Yeah? It's going to be staged, yeah. 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 So, yeah. well, looking forward to it. Hopefully, yeah. everyone just wear your masks, stay home, get vaccinated if you can, and, and we can get back, get our lives back to normal, you know. How about in Taiwan? Uh, okay, Taiwan yeah. uh, in December. Okay, the Taiwan situation now is. Get is much much better because as you know two months ago, uh, Taiwan also had this like huge explosion of cases and they they had they went into lockdown but now the cases are are, are, are reducing and now they have like sort of like opened up a bit and uh, for Taiwan at the end of the year I have a bubble of Seville Bavaria di Sevilla at Christmas oh yeah, wow yeah yeah, yeah. That's so be wonderful. I'm also looking forward to it. Cross fingers crossed as to whether it will really happen because I mean in a COVID period, right? Nobody can nobody can say for sure what's gonna happen, right? It's you think you have a show, but maybe you don't have a show. You don't think you have a show, but actually the show will go on. So I think the best way is to just always be prepared for you know for every eventuality and you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's to your shows coming to fruition. Well, speaking of shows and you know, like the pro the improbability of this period, right? You have yeah. also been like making a lot of uh, making the most of this situation with your YouTube channel. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, if you guys haven't seen Martin's YouTube channel, he has a lot of uh, you know, besides his own performances of arias and opera scenes, he has a lot of educational videos on you know uh, that that show us how to appreciate opera, the different aspects of. Operatic singing and production performances. Yeah, uh, what what inspired you to 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 do this series of videos? Because I was really bored. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I guess. Uh, like you know, yeah. During the lockdown in the, during the the circuit breaker period in Singapore, you couldn't do anything. You couldn't go out. You couldn't do this. So you, you know, you, it it was boring the pants of me. So I just had to do something, right? And I just couldn't waste my life just like you know eating, sleeping, sleeping, eating, you know, so I just thought I would do something. And um and uh doing these YouTube videos also because um when I was in Taiwan doing my three week quarantine and you really didn't know what to do except from sleeping, eating and and maybe um practicing what you could do is to actually do a YouTube video so with the, the insertion of subtitles, with the insertion of editing and you know and doing all the stuff, it, it takes a long time. So time passes very quickly. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. yeah, I have to say that the, these videos look really polished though. I mean, we can't I'm still an amateur. I'm still an amateur. No, 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 no. I'm still an amateur. <laughs> no, no, really. It, 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 does, it does take a lot of effort, you know, to, to, to do all that editing and make it sound, make, make, it, make it flow seamlessly even though it's been, it's like so many different elements together. Uh, true, but it's fun. It's fun and it sort of like um, gives you something to do during a period where there's nothing to do. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Um, but unfortunately, I have not been producing any of such videos because um, it seems uh, because now there are things to do, so I mean, it takes a lot of time to produce a, a, a video. So, 
when you yeah. have other things to do, it's just yeah. a bit difficult. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think many people have found these videos to be quite educational, you know, in, in uh, helping us uh, as audiences to know what to expect and, and what to look out for when we attend an operatic performance. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, uh, but, uh, but you know, you, you have not just been teaching us, you know, through videos, you've been actually teaching us. I mean, you've been doing uh, very well, you know, teaching the craft of singing in your class. I now, try my best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, you know, uh, actually, actually, right, uh, actually, I've been taking lessons with Martin for some period of time now, you know. So if you, if you like what you heard just now, uh, that's a lot of his credit. And if you hated what you like, what if you hated what you heard just now? That's just my fault. You know, it's it's really because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, uh, what 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 kind of uh, what what inspires you? Uh, you know, in your teaching, what inspires mm. me when students yeah. improve? Well, oh, sorry, when yeah. students improve. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I find that like like learning and teaching the operatic classical singing in Singapore is it, it's. I suppose that, that there are a handful of people, uh, you know, like, like with the love for it and, and, uh, and really uh, want to strive to improve, uh, yeah, and, uh, but it's like in, in, in the greater, uh, that there isn't uh, a kind of mass appreciation in the, in the, in the greater environment here, so, so it can feel a bit of a, like a bit of an uphill battle sometimes for us, you know, who are practicing the craft here, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> what what makes you uh, kind of uh, uh, well? Uh, what, what what do you hope you know to kind of like achieve in in the in, in this aspect of teaching? I, I just you know, hope that you know the students, the people who who have who have put their faith and trust in me to to give them instruction in singing would um, would eventually achieve greater heights in in their craft. And for those who aspire to 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 sing, or to become an opera singer, or to become, or to or to teach singing eventually, I hope that they would be able to um, pass on what my teachers have passed on to me, and uh, and and achieve things that they've always wanted to achieve, whether it is in terms of teaching, or whether it is on stage, or whether it is also behind the scenes, etc. Uh, etc. Et I mean, uh, um, singing you can do so much with it. You can teach. You can you can you can perform. You can. Yeah. Well, what, what, in your, what in your opinion makes for a good singing class or like a good series of classes? Uh, as in, that's like if I, if, I, if I had to, you know, like, like what happens if, if you feel that, you know, like at the end of it, you feel happy and accomplished, you know, what, what happens to make you feel that it's been a smooth process? For the individual or for the class? For the individual, yeah, the participants in the class, so the teacher and the student yeah. and the material maybe. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it depends on how much time I have with the student. Whether it is, um, uh, it, whether it is within a, a, a 15 minute session or in a 20 minute session like in a master class or whether it is something um, over extended period of time like my students in NAFA uh, where I have three years <laughs> to mold them or whether it's with an indefinite period of time with my private students mm. uh, and also it depends on um, what they want also to achieve how mm. far they want to go and uh, and and I, and um, if 
they just want to be able to sing well and you know uh, in 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 a, in a, in a, in a maybe in a, in a private soiree and um, and then of course mm-hmm. if I can help them achieve that and they're happy that's good but I mean I I'm rather ambitious person so I wish the best for all my students <laughs> I get the best and they have to be the best <laughs> <laughs> well cheers to that. <laughs> Right then. So on that note, right, uh, we're gonna do a little, uh, uh, we're, we're gonna play a little game, and I mean game in a, in a very loose term of the word. We are, uh, well, we are going to do a little reaction video here, yeah? You guys have probably uh, heard, well, you guys might have heard about uh, the recent Cardiff Singer of the Year on BBC, yeah? And uh, the winner is a Korean bar. <laughs> the winner is a Korean baritone called uh, Ji Hoon Lee. I think that's how it's pronounced. Ji 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 Hoon Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are gonna watch this here, and uh, and we are just gonna share our uh, opinions in real time. So if you may. Okay, so this is uh, Nemi Kode La Patria by Ji Hoon Kim during the finals of the BBC Singer of the World competition in 2021. Let's see how this goes. And the French Revolution in Gihun's closing piece, Umberto Giovanni. I suppose to host an operatic program like this, you do need to have a command of the languages. Please. Oh, I don't really like to take Joe. Joe. 
say that it is, uh, it's a very confident portrayal and, and fully deserving of you know, the top prize. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it also depends on what else the other people did, <laughs> which I didn't, haven't seen anythingly. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so let's, let's open the floor up to our audience Q&A. Yeah? Uh, do you guys have any questions for Martin? Let's put this up. Yeah. Who is Any, uh, just kind of uh, raise your hand a little bit, I will, yeah, uh, and I will spotlight you. Yeah. Okay. I see that Hugo has a question and, oh my goodness, I can't see where the spotlight is. Okay. Hello. So, uh. All right, Hugo, uh, what, what questions do you have for Martin? Can you hear me? Yes, yes. loud and clear. Okay. okay. Um, 
Martin, you have uh, many students. Can you predict improvement in students? Can you, from the beginning, uh, identify those students who will be making a lot of progress and those who say, oh my God, this is hopeless? Um, no, actually, I can't predict because, and it's and, and some and somehow, um, it it is it is something that cannot be predicted. I myself was a hopeless case. <laughs> Seriously, when I, I when I when I went to, uh, I I remember uh, one of my teachers telling me that um, that was many years later. He sort of like confessed to me that when you first came to me, I thought there was nothing I could do for you. <laughs> and uh, well, seriously, seriously, so uh, he thought that, um, um, well, because it, it was in Italy, then, you know, I was, then he said that, uh, first of all, I didn't know how much Italian you knew, whether I would communicate to you, and then I don't know whether you would be able to, you know, so, I mean, uh, sometimes a person can have a lot of raw talent, and a, and a very good material, but that doesn't mean that you know. Of course, having such having such good a good voice and good vocal material will will, will will benefit you in many ways. But I also find that a lot of things is uh, a, a a thing that will take you very far in singing is here the intelligence and your perception and how well you absorb things and how well you understand. And um, I feel that I mean it is also very apparent that there are many people there are many pe people who make great careers who have actually very ordinary voices but have a, a very very high level of intelligence uh, and who are very sensitive people and they make excellent careers. Mm. I think so. I I never never predict because uh, whoever comes to me and uh, um, it's it, it's it's impossible to make a prediction and I think it's not it's unfair to make a prediction as well. Did I ask That's you a question? That's a very, very diplomatic, diplomatic answer. <laughs> no, no, but I really believe in it. I really believe in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, speaking as well. So as actually, as what, as actually as what you're as saying as that everybody, everybody can learn, learn to sing. To sing. Um, yes, everybody can learn to sing. But then again, it, uh, everybody can learn to sing. But how far you go also really depends on the individual. And what I'm saying is that not everybody can be a Carlos or a Pavarotti. But what I'm saying is everybody um, can learn to sing and reach a certain can and can and can go a certain yeah. can go f yeah. their way we yeah. strive to be better yeah, yeah. yeah. better yeah. versions yeah. of ourselves and, and and that is impossible to predict at least for me and i and i feel it's unfair to predict also because i don't want to impose my own subjectivity on the student because this is what my personal view of that and and i for myself have overturned the, the 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 assumptions of many a teacher, mm. so they come back surprised. They they think I never knew you could actually be. Uh, one moment I was singing like crap, and then I and I got I, I did I had a very lousy lesson, and then I was like totally depressed, and I said that I will work hard, and then the next lesson, he was surprised. I said, hey, hey, not bad, not bad, not bad at all. What do you do? Kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, I I yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel that I feel that uh, you know, as a as a teacher and as a student myself, you know, a lot of times it's it's what it's what we do in in our own time between lessons. How how what how 
how we spend time to discover ourselves and the repertoire in the studio that, that makes the difference. Okay then, uh, do we have any more questions for Martin? Hello, can you hear me? Hi! Hi! Yes, I have a burning question, Martin. Okay. What? You've performed quite a few roles already, but is there a dream role that you'd love to sing? And why? Is there a dream role I want to sing? Uh, I, I asked myself this question. Actually, I... There's so, just too many roles, I don't know, maybe Rigoletto, maybe Iago, I, I, I don't know, I, just too many, just too many to choose, yeah, yeah. I'm very, I'm very grateful that, I mean, you know, as singers, we, every opportunity we get to be on stage is really, I really feel very blessed. So, I mean, okay, there are roles which I, I didn't like, and there are roles which I really like, but for the roles that I really like, there are just so many, I just, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, actually, like Martin was telling me, uh, you know, prior to going to going to Taiwan for the role requiem, how difficult the music is and how, uh, yeah. I suppose, atonal. It's not really atonal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, how, how difficult how difficult the part is, but then it, it ended up being one of your favorite uh, yeah. experiences. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, but. Uh, you know, I, I think that you do a lot in the Italian repertoire, you know, like just being, uh, just having spent all so much all that time in Italy. Yeah, yeah, I do. Is that something that, uh, you know, in the Italian operatic literature that kind of particularly appeals to you more? Uh, okay, now that I remember, right, actually, um, I did Scarpia in 2019. Okay, that was a role which I think is a dream role of every baritone because the text and the, the, the characterization is it's 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 I think every like it I I enjoy, I enjoyed myself so much when I played Scarpia, but it almost killed me. <laughs> I really was I think it was too early to take on the role and I'm very very lucky that I I managed to pull it off and still survive, but I mean, uh, if I want to, uh, if there's anybody in the audience who is like a young singer, <laughs> I would advise um, that, uh, uh, I know in, 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 in Korea, in, when, you're, when you're having a career, it's very difficult to say no. And sometimes uh, when you say no, there's always a chance that they might not ask you back again. But if it's really um, a part that would really harm your voice, I would seriously recommend you to say no because rather than you let it do damage to your instrument uh, i'd rather you say no and if you're a good singer there'll be so many more opportunities for you to shine on the operatic stage mm -hmm. yeah. well while on the note of you know what uh, dream roles uh, to take on let, let's kind of broaden that question up a little bit like what do you hope to achieve you know let, let's say in the year part the next year or two hopefully think uh, with things turning for the better what do i hope to achieve yeah or the next more five performances um more satisfaction in teaching more uh, yeah i yeah um but i but COVID has taught me never to hope too much 
Yeah. Just take it a step at a time and be thankful for the little things that you have. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, uh, uh, that's the most frustrating thing about COVID is that, you know, we all, we all just have to put our hopes and dreams on suspension, right? And just kind yeah. of make do with a lot of limited resources. Yeah. You know? And yeah. thankfully, we have like avenues like Zoom and you guys to, to, to kind of like, uh, to, to kind of keep in touch and, and, and support us. It's really, really appreciated. All right then. So Martin, uh, mm. before we end off today, uh, would you like to you know present a little number for us? Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, really, yeah, really, yeah, really. Yeah. it doesn't seem so long. Oh, yeah, it's almost an hour. It's almost an hour, actually. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. No time flies yeah. when we're having fun, right? Yeah. Or actually, uh, does anyone have a question to ask? Any more uh, questions for Martin? Just... Oh, yes, Wenxia. Hey,可是我要提一个关于我们 要传统<笑> Uh, uh, sorry, okay, so uh, what, what Wenxia asked uh, for the non-Chinese speakers, what Wenxia asked was that, uh, you know, uh, we are going, Martin's class, you know, and all his students under his wing, we are going to have uh, a, a concert in August, August 29, 29, right? Yes, it was supposed to be this coming Monday, uh, this, this coming, coming Sunday, Sunday actually, because of August, yeah. but because of COVID, we have no choice but to postpone another it. lockdown. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, on the 29th of August, we're gonna have uh, 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 well, Martin's first ever student concert. Is it right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, you know, all of us are performing. So what Wenxia is asking, or rather requesting, is that we, we is that we do things in a in a more interesting way. Think of some ideas mm -hmm. to kind of like present a more uh, pre present it with more flair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. So what what do you have to say? Uh, I'm very open to the idea. So if they can, if anybody can come up with an interesting idea, and it is something that is. Um, if it's something that is feasible, yeah, why not? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, you know, let's let's discuss mm. on the on our WhatsApp group chat. Yeah, we we in the WhatsApp group chat. I'm open to the idea of yeah. doing something non-traditional. So if anybody has any good ideas, we can always discuss it. I'm very democratic. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Martin's next concert is called No Tennis Allowed. No. Except in the audience, of course, right? Tenders yes, tenders are allowed only in the audience, yeah. not on stage. Tenders are very welcome uh, to buy tickets, uh, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, any more questions? Right. Thank you, Wenxia. Okay, we'll Yeah. Uh, any more questions? 
No, alright. Any more questions yeah. for me? If not, uh, alright. Uh, if if uh, there aren't any more questions, maybe mm -hmm. uh, Martin, we could hear your the little number that okay. you prepared for us. So because um, uh, Stephen said that I'm a singer, so for a talk show, the singer has to sing. So I have to sing something a cappella. So I will sing something a cappella. Well, you know, we can't have one of Singapore's best baritones come, come and do a show with us and not hear him sing, right? Okay, so if you want to hear Martin sing, please unmute and clap. Okay, come. Let me just set this up. Okay. Uh, I want to introduce your friends. Okay, so um, this piece I'm going to attempt to sing is, uh, is from The Clowns. Pagliacci by Leo Cavallo, where it seems it is in the. It's actually going to be one of the pieces that's going to be featured in um, in No Tennis Allowed. So it's actually one of the duets between Silvio and Nedda. So um, Nedda is really married to Kanyo, but Nedda does not love Kanyo. Nedda has a secret affair with Silvio, and Silvio tells Nedda, why don't you just, since you hate your job so much and since you don't love your husband, why don't you just elope together? Mm. So, so exciting. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to sing. Um, just a short excerpt from that, that music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, let me play a note. Just give me a, 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 a B flat and a D. B flat D. No, the lower D.